Lord Jesus, thank you for loving us enough to actually speak to us through your word. Amen. We are on day 28, and we are with the Israelites now. Um, they've had their first battle. They've been victorious with God's help, of course. And today, we actually see um, God giving Moses the Ten Commandments. So we'll begin with a little insight. It's been some... 635 years since God promised Abraham that he would make a great nation of Abraham's descendants and bless that nation as his chosen people. Abraham's part in the covenant was minimal, as God simply asked for Abraham's belief and trust in that promise. Now, however, the time to fulfill God's promise has come, and God approaches the Israelites to covenant with them as his special people. Naturally, the Israelites are enthusiastic and excited. Yet, it soon becomes clear that they have not anticipated the full impact of their part of the covenant. In agreeing to covenant, the people will be pledging their faith and allegiance to an invisible king, their very creator, and promising to obey the many stringent laws which are part of the covenant. The solemnity of this historically unprecedented occasion begins with God's proposal of the covenant and the need for all the people to purify themselves in anticipation of their formal acceptance. And into scripture, Exodus 19. In the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on the very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai, and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. So Moses went back and summoned the elders of the people and set before them all the words the Lord had commanded him to speak. The people all responded together, We will do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought their answer back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then Moses told the Lord what the people had said. And the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day, because on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Put limits for the people around the mountain and tell them, be careful that you do not go up the mountain or touch the foot of it. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. He shall surely be stoned or shot with arrows. Not a hand is to be laid on him. Whether man or animal, he shall not be permitted to live. Only when the ram's horn sounds a long blast may they go up to the mountain. After Moses had gone down the mountain to the people, he consecrated them 
and they washed their clothes. Then he said to the people, prepare yourselves for the third day, abstain from sexual relations. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled violently, and the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. Then Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. The Lord descended to the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up, and the Lord said to him, Go down and warn the people so that they do not force their way through to see the Lord, and many of them perish. Even the priests who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves, or the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up Mount Sinai because you yourself warned us, put limits around the mountains, and set it apart as holy. The Lord replied, Go down and bring Aaron up with you. But the priests and the people must not force their way through to come up to the Lord, or he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall not, excuse me, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not have God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites this, You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me 
Do not make for yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold. Make an altar of earth for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Wherever I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stones for me, do not build it with dressed stones, for you will defile it if you use a tool on it. And do not go up to my altar on steps, lest your nakedness be exposed on it. And now a little insert insight. At this point, the Exodus record lists the first of many laws which God will set forth for his people to follow. The nation of Israel is to be a theocracy under the direct rule of God himself, whereas other nations around them are governed by customs, rules, and laws of the king or other human authority figures. The Israelites will be governed by divine laws, which they must observe in keeping with the very covenant which they are now making with God. The laws spoken to Moses on this occasion amplify the first Ten Commandments, which form the constitutional framework for all the other laws which follow. On this occasion, God gives Moses a wide variety of laws, ranging from proper altar worship to proper treatment of slaves, from laws relating to crimes against persons and property to other offenses, punishable by death such as sorcery, bestiality, and idolatry. In addition, various duties are imposed relative to strangers, creditors, the firstborn, and other matters. Numerous ethical instructions are also promulgated to encourage honesty, justice, and mutual assistance in emergencies. Finally, several laws are given regarding Sabbath rests and the three yearly festivals which are instituted, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Harvest, and the Feast of Ingathering. So as to avoid the repetition found in the records of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, all the laws will be presented later in a single collection organized by subject. Now, however, attention turns back to God's final instructions and the promises which he makes as his part of the covenant with the people of Israel. And back to scripture in Exodus 23. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion, since my name is in him. If you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hevites, and Jebusites, and I will wipe them out. Do not bow down before their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on you, on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you, and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion every nation you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs and run. I will send the hornet ahead of you to drive the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hittites out of your way. But I will not drive them out in a single year, because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. 
Little by little I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. I will establish your borders from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert to the river. I will hand over to you the people who live in the land and you will drive them out before you. I do not make a covenant with them or, or with their gods. Do not let them live in your land or they will cause you to sin against me because the worship of their gods will certainly be a snare to you. Then he said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near, and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls and the other half he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, we will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear as the sky itself. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God, and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commands I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua his aide, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. And that's day 28. Wow, a lot of powerful things happening here. Um, as I go back, um, there was a point where God told Moses to tell the people, if you obey, if you keep my commands, I will protect you. And of course, they immediately agreed. Oh, yes, we will obey everything. We'll do exactly what you say. And they agreed immediately because they obviously know who God is and they've seen his power. But we will soon see how many times over and over and over again they actually disobey. Um, it's unbelievable, but yet believable because we're humans and we're 
We are fallen, fallen people. Anyway, um, so we see here the Ten Commandments for the first time. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting how God gave the directions, the instructions for um, building an altar, that it was to be built of earth or rough natural stones, not smoothed stones with a tool. Don't make it fancy. That'll um, ruin the natural, I don't know, holiness of it. And um, not to use steps or, you know, if you're stepping up, people can see up your clothing. <laughs> so God gets very specific many times. Um, when he said he was going to send his angel ahead of them, and he said, listen to the angel, because that angel is not going to be forgiving. <laughs> you must obey the angel. Um, and they, of course, said, yes, we will do everything. We will obey everything you say. Um, and the part where um, Moses and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu and 70 elders went up, Moses actually got to get close, but the others did get to, it says, they got to see God from a distance. And I love how it describes under his feet was like, a looked like a pavement out of clear sapphire. Ah, oh, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, Moses is now up in um, up at the top of the mountain, uh, engulfed in God's holiness for forty days and forty nights, and um, we're going to see those what the Israelites are doing, but. For the next couple of days, we see some specific instructions on um, how to make the tabernacle that they that travels with them, and um, special offerings, and what that consists of. But then um, we get to see who what happens when Moses comes down from the mountain. It's not good. <laughs> bye bye.